try this one. Good morning. <laughs> wow, nice reach. Yeah, that Thank was awesome, honey. Much. Welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. The store is open, looking gorgeous. So, join us if you can at 356-9, or rather, 356-9397 to call in. You can text us at 351-5357 or just come on into the store at 3000 West Springfield Champaign Corner, Springfield and Duncan. We have our experts standing by. Thank you very much. (laughs) Our experts today include Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. We have Mr. Steve Brown. You are just having to adapt the whole morning here, aren't you? Well, just change your order and everything. You're the one that threw her off. Keeps me uh, fresh. Dave, oh, you oh did that. because we don't yes. have our special guest this weekend. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. John Weisgarver. Hey, good morning. Hi, good morning. Morning, Captain Cravo. How are you? Hi. I'm Captain good. Cravo. I, I love ask. it. Yeah. <laughs> Too funny. A new name. I like Better it. Better than some other name. names. It's a resurrected name. So, yeah, we'll have to call you that because we have two Johns working here. That's true. Out in the back, we can call you Captain Cravo. Okay. That's right. Okay. Hmm. Better than... Other things. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things. You're right. A lot of things that I've been called. Yes. <laughs> so how colorful, how colorful are your yards? And oh. your drive in and out of work, wherever you must go. So, you know, last year I lost a tree. Well, I got really, right. I, I planted a whole bunch of stuff. And I, I got all of my bulbs in the ground in the same year that I purchased them. And, and I'm watching them come up, and it's just been spectacular. Just a riot, huh? Oh, it's just a riot of color. It's just been fabulous. That's so cool. That is yeah, cool. it is. I love it. Very rewarding. Yeah, it is very rewarding. And yeah, I'm actually... Looking for the temperatures to moderate a little bit this week, just so some of this color yeah. lasts longer. Yes. As opposed oh. to getting all bloomed out yes. too quickly. Exactly. I had a, a big clump of daffodils that they have been out for a couple of weeks now, but uh, one of the first groups out. And uh, yesterday they were just cooked. They just were done. I'm done. Aww. And I think if it had been a little bit cooler, more, a little more oh, seasonable, sure. they'd still you, be around. You would have gotten another yeah. week out of them at oh, least. Easy. Yeah, that sun and wind really just kind of eats them up. But then there's, like you, like you said, the drive to work. I drive by a couple of really big old magnolia solangianas with the big pink flowers on them. And we had a cold. Was it two weeks ago that it got down really in the, uh, I forget, tw- uh, high 20s? And, and it singed these trees. And they're not, you wasn't can see. It wasn't that long ago. It was was like, it? Was like it a week, a week ago? ago? Yeah, just a week. Time flies when you're having ago. fun, you know? I just <laughs> can't was, keep up was, with it. It was a Thursday, Thursday night, Friday morning. A Thursday night, last Friday week. morning. That's right. Oh, gosh. That was a week ago. Anyway, the buds got singed. And, you know, you can see where there was a little more protection in, inside the canopy and maybe on one side of the canopy that the magnolias are blooming. But the rest of it's just like, oh, that would have would have been so pretty. And, it, and it's not just the temperature. It's the stage of the tree exactly. when the temperature hits. Yep. So oh, yeah. And the sure. wind and where this tree is sitting, if it's protected or not from that wind. Yeah, the Listen. wind probably didn't have as much to do with it as just the raw temperature, I would guess. But yeah. again, okay. it had been a little bit cooler and the tree hadn't been quite as far along. It, it probably okay. wouldn't have shown that damage. That's right. But, you know, that's why there's so many variables. But a whole bunch of other things are coming on strong. Maybe we could get you to start to say it that way. I suppose it, it just depends. There are so many variables. You could sound more like your husband Rather or something than, like that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, Steve. 
I don't think I can do that. Okay. I can't. I can't remember. What does your husband do? Mathematician, economist. Uh, he was a, an engineer. Oh, oh okay. he is an engineer, isn't it? Was you know, it but had to be something with numbers. A, it was an academic. Once a marine, always a marine. Once yeah. an engineer, always an engineer. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Retired or not? You know how <laughs> how straight the lines are in our garden and how well. <laughs> Really? <laughs> How well edged the lawn is. <laughs> At perfect 45 degree angles. Oh, hey. <laughs> 90 degrees here. <laughs> gotta love them. Sorry, dear. You gotta move that over an inch. <laughs> but, oh. here, but the thing, she probably does that out anyway on her own. But it's yeah. for purely aesthetic and feeling reasons and not because of mathematical reasons. No, it isn't. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. But it's nice to have. And it's not like I'm gonna to move that over an inch, I'm just gonna move it over to here. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that measurement is. So there. I'm going to rotate that plant. <laughs> so It's always interesting. Uh, most common questions this week, was it still, can I plant this? Or was it more, and, and do you have this? Or anything in particular that was just a common denominator this week? I think mostly about the annuals and whether it's still safe to put them out. Especially the tender ones like tomatoes and Patience. And you said no. Just say no. I said, I said, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. Don't <laughs> do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, when? Well, <laughs> well, there's so many variables. It just depends. There you go. It does. So, well, and you know, and you, and you, you know, you look up the average frost, yeah, free date here in our area, and there's like about 25 different answers. So it's basically kind of the last week of April. According to the University of Illinois Extension, April nineteenth. Yeah. Average. And and yeah. mm. and just because it's frost free doesn't mean it's still time. No, that was the average frost. It doesn't. Yeah. That's not the last frost. That's the average frost. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you have frost or you don't have frost, that doesn't mean that it's still time. True. It can still be too cool, soil temperature and air temperature wise. True. Yeah. But there's a lot of good things you could plant. That's giving you color right now, oh, yeah. and there's a lot of veggies you could plant right now. Okay, it would well, be fine. So, can we get mo- back to that? Well, you could get back to that. Okay, cool. Because we have a text that uh, actually this gentleman texted last week, and we had run out of time. Oh. So uh, he's texting again. How can I get rid of possums? Would a smoke bomb under their home get them to move on, or do they even make smoke bombs anymore? <laughs> well, I, that's a good I think question. we'd have to defer that question to someone besides the plant experts. <laughs> Coffee with the possum experts. <laughs> do we have I, any explosives John? experts? What, what did that shit happen? I well, saw a possum on my way to work this morning. Yeah. Well, it was on the curb on the land flat, but, you know, oh. that's one way to get rid of them, I guess. Barbecue. Oh. <laughs> so that's true. That was at my sister's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you want me to scoop that one up for her? Yeah. yeah. Um, You're giving Brooke some new material here that we never thought we'd have in a promo. <laughs> I know. I should mention we have uh, one of our uh, part-timers here at the radio station who's helped me uh, with the plant experts on the side, Brooke Sholem. Yay, Brooke, Brooke. We should have a mic for you. Woohoo. But now she's taking her. No, no, that's okay. I'll <laughs> ah, we'll get you on another time. Yeah. But, yeah. Po- you know, possums, are, they're just kind of icky. To they have are. a new yard, and they what do they do? Well, they scrounge around. They they eat scraps, and they dig, and they look for bugs and critters, and whatever they can find to eat, they will. How deep do they dig? Not super. Not deep. too much. Okay. But so my f- and are, most are they? Do they tunnel? No. Okay. No. 
They're oh like my gosh, a giant can you rat. imagine? A, They're can, a big hairy rat. Can you imagine a possum tunnel? Why are we talking about oh this? So, Let's so move on. We'll, we'll talk about this. plants. So my <laughs> most successful way to get rid of possums is trapping them in traps and relocating them. Okay. There okay. you go. Moving That's on. It. All right. Another text. Do, uh, do you little Henri, Itia, Sweet Spire do well in part shade? Yes. Oh, yes. That would be little Henry. D- thank you. Well, you know, it's spelled but with an fancy. I at the end. She's so. fancy. I did it the fancy oh, French pronunciation. It's it. not spelled I'm, with an I, I'm but yes. Henry, Itia. Did I get that right? Itia, yeah, yes. Yeah. Sweet it's Spire. It's one of the, one of the best deciduous flowering shrubs for this area that you could possibly include in your landscape. Really? Yeah. yeah for sun is. or for shade, which is unusual. And they call Incredible it fall the color. burning bush for the shade because even in 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 some shade some shade not probably not dense shade but in some shade it still co- just turns a beautiful ruby color it's really pretty okay. and in the fall you said in the fall yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. a nice yeah. a nice flower um, you know not Somewhat the, fragrant. not a oh my gosh that's the prettiest flower i've ever seen in my life but a nice flower it still is in nice the summer flower. bottle brush white. so yeah it's pretty. i would i would take it uh, in a heartbeat in my yeah, landscape in absolutely. fact i have taken it in a heartbeat awesome. in my landscape i have some too <laughs> There you go. I don't. I feel left out. <laughs> well, the shop is back there. Okay. A big old green. I know, somebody, stock I know right somebody who <laughs> bought some cool ones for the shrub lot this year. I, oh, I did do that. Yeah, okay. It wasn't my that. money, so it doesn't count. Oh, okay. So I'm great at spending somebody else's money. She didn't money. dig a hole. What shrub lot? The outside where all the Our trees outdoor and shrubs selling are? area where oh. we have all those trees and shrubs. Okay. Yeah. That's You've never heard that term before. You've never heard us called that shrub I, I guess not. Yeah. Okay. But. Mm. That's okay. Okay. So That's my most, I, my, I didn't have a common question this week because I'm going back to what we were talking about with you, John. But I had a, I had a number of customers say, oh, my gosh, what beautiful color in here to the, the Cravo, the, the greenhouse. That's why he's Captain Cravo. That's why he's Captain, because it looks beautiful. Oh, that's why it's Captain Cravo. It, yeah. It's a brand of, of greenhouses. Cravo, and so we just call it that. With a retractable roof. We're pretty basic people. And then yeah. John himself is Captain Cravo. Captain Cravo. Cravo. Okay. I just have to tell everybody where to put stuff. <laughs> and he does. Because <laughs> you're the man in the know. He does. That's right. Yeah. There is so much color out there. Oh, it's, it's just it's beautiful. It's just phenomenal. phenomenal. It and, is. And it's some of the stuff that we grew. It's some of the stuff that we brought in from other high-quality growers that we have incredible relationships with. It's, and it's uh, awesome every right every week, every few days is really just it unfolds into a whole other look. It's just crazy. Yeah. More and more stuff rolling in right and left. So. When did we get that? Every time I walk through, I, where'd that come from? <laughs> I just, it's like I have to get something new every day. I don't. I pace myself. The uh, five ninety seven half gallon perennials. Yes. I mean, people were shopping those like crazy yesterday, rightfully mm. so. But there's butterfly bush out there for five ninety seven, folks. It is such a bargain. Three really good varieties. The lilium. Out there for five ninety seven yeah. or blow away. There's yellows and orange and red and pink. Lobelia. The hostas, the Ooh, lobelia. The hosta, yeah. Uh, go on and on. Golds from Echinacea. Coneflowers for five ninety seven. Just a, yeah. a really nice selection at such a good price. And the clematis have arrived this week. Yay! I mean, almost all of them. Wow! Right? I'd say probably ninety some wow. percent of them. Yep. Looking really good. Really nice. Mm-hmm. So, again, it continues to unfold as we speak. And, and, and their backs and arms and legs can attest to it because it's... Oh, my, yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot to unload <laughs> and a lot to unload again to display. Yep. yep. It is. Yes, I can only imagine. But it's looking really good, guys. 
I'll bet. Looking really good. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yes, sir. Well, I didn't get to say what was blooming in my house. Yes. Well, then do tell us, Mr. John Weisgarber. So now we're in phase three of, guess what? 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 Virginia bluebells. Nice. No way. Yeah, they're just starting. You have some in bloom? They're just starting. Cool. Oh, yeah. When you're shopping this morning, would you look for Mertensis? I don't think I have any. No, no, no. When you're adding to the huge creeping blocks order and ground cover order. Duh. When I'm shopping. Big shopping. Yeah, okay. big shopping. Yes, they're I just, will. They're just, they're coming up. There's just some nice buds. So, so it's an incredible plant. It is. Love the foliage. Love the flower. Yep. It's pretty aggressive. Yep. Colonizes very well. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I'd like to get some of that started. So and that's th- why you want me to get some. Yeah. Okay. And, and I think it would probably work around a walnut. I'd have to look it up and see if there's any information. Oh, it, that's interesting. Mm, yeah, it might. I'm going to guess it would because it's such a naturalizing thing Yeah. here, but we'll find out for sure before we do it. Okay. And then one of my favorites is the woodland flower. It's the may apple. Oh, cool. shoots up, and then it's like a little umbrella. Oh. And then the flower is up underneath. Really? Not flowering yet, but. What color? But the leaves are up. Does it come? Leaves are up. What color does it bloom? It's kind of a pale pinkish color. Oh, nice. Yeah, pretty. John likes it because he thinks he's going to find morels when he sees the May apples blooming. Uh-huh. So. Really? We're yeah. almost that time. That's right. It's hmm. coming up. All righty. Hey, somebody texted in, said that they, they just caught the tail end of what we were discussing a minute ago, and they wanted to know. They missed the proper name for the burning bush for shade. Itia. Well, there's several different that? varieties, but Itea is the botanical name. Uh, Virginia Sweet Spire is the common name. There's uh, Little Henry, Henry's Garnet, Scentlandia, and Love Child. There are four varieties we have right now. And mostly the difference is just size. Like the Wygilla, they, you know, the fine wine series, it, you, you start from about two feet and go up to about six feet. Okay. So... We have four different varieties right now. Okay. Good. And they all have the same attributes in terms of incredible Abs- fall color. Absolutely. And a great white flower in the summer. Yeah. Yep, yep, nice. yep. So. So back to what else is growing in John Weisgarver's yard. That's about it. Some of the little, uh, a lot of the woodland things are popping up. Yeah. So. you have any trillium? There will be. There will be. <laughs> I have some trillium coming up. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I just haven't discovered them yet. Uh, one of my favorites is trout lily. It's got this spotted, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. spotted leaf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's trout, but it's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. So back to the question then, as far as can I plant this? Kind of just running through the the cool season annuals that you would probably plant if it's not too wet, or putting them in a pot or a container if that's more what you want to do. Pansies, primrose, dianthus, alyssum. And these are ones that could get down to temperatures in the 40s? Oh, colder than that. Oh, yeah. oh really? Uh, maybe even the low 30s, but certainly the mid-30s. Oh, good. Or, or even maybe even the high 20s if you cover them. That's push- oh, well, yeah, if you cover them. If you cover. Yeah. Well, and that's what I talk to people about, too, that uh, a lot of people do containers now. Sure. As opposed to in-ground planting. In, say, you know, if it's protected... Yeah, just be prepared that you might want to have to cover it. Again, firm, firm believer, 
do something because you 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 feel like you have to do something. So do something that's appropriate and that you can that's rewarding that you can enjoy with these cooler temperatures, yeah. as opposed to putting that tomato in or putting those impatience yeah. out or doing stuff like that. That just they're just not going to do well. It's they're just gonna, too early. Yeah. So do these things like that. Play the in and out game. Buy that hibiscus and enjoy it outside in its container when you can and when it's going to be below 50 degrees bring it inside the house you know and by the by we have some awfully pretty tropical hibiscus oh we boy do we have do. some awfully we certainly do. as a matter of fact mm-hmm. 1397 for 10 inch pots to say nothing so. of the boston ferns which are just they're 1397 beautiful. just beautiful looking good and i think there's as much or more color out there well, there's probably more color out there than we've ever had before this time of year. And not it's, because it's been so warm, but because we made some changes internally in Captain Cravo's domain uh, <laughs> with the walls and spacing and some of that stuff. Well, it worked. Yeah, it's we're, we're grateful that we did it. And uh, Marianne's got this, the tree and shrubberries really by the end of this week is going to be like. Oh. By the end of this week is tomorrow, is today. Oh. I'm not sure that'll happen. I'm already looking through this next week. Yeah. Maybe the end of next week, dear. Yeah. Not next, next week. week. Yeah. I thought we were already turning the page. I thought we were already okay. in next week. Okay. In Australia. In Australia. There you go. So we talked about some yeah, of the maybe. cool season um, annuals you could plant. Um, there's a lot of perennials that you could plant now uh, safely. And the taller ones, you might want to take more time to acclimate to the wind. Yep. And it would be harder to protect if you have to. The the short guys, like the creeping blocks of the world, get them in. Get them in. You know, you're not going to have to acclimate them, and you're probably not going to have to protect them at all. Yep. Uh, you'd have to get really cold to do that. But creeping it's just a flocks? Is creeping that flocks, yes. Okay. That's... Uh, I didn't know if it was... Clean. That's starting to open up all over... Yeah, I, I, in every area. I haven't noticed big blocks of color yet, and I, I do. I know I drive by several, so I haven't noticed a lot of color yet. But they've certainly, you know, really. Uh, Boy, it's any time pumped now. up for it, right? Yeah. It's. Um, and that's what I keep seeing, and yeah, even my own yard. It's like, wow, I just mowed yesterday, and it was not there. I just, I just <laughs> now heard it's that two feet tall. I heard that last <laughs> night. I just mowed. Where's? <laughs> I have to mow again. I, you, oh yes. Because we had so much rain. Oh, that's really nice. Steve is just showing us a picture. Is that your yard, Steve? Yeah. That's really that's lovely. That's cool. And, and there's some ground cover, like sedums. There's a corporate. S- oh, yeah. Sedum and a semper vivum. Yeah, cool. Um, Isn't that and Oh, my goodness. Yes, that's stuff very Stuff that's just starting to rip on. That's on the southern exposure, so it's a little bit warmer, but it's out in the country, too, so well, we got that working against it. But uh, it's uh, it's just starting to be a riot of color on that. Bright yellow is the Angelina. Angelina, sedum, that which, you're going to plant a little iris or crocus in next fall, right? Yes. Thanks for reminding me. Forgot about that already. Oh, I'll show you a picture that I took in at the uh, Denver Botanics sometime. They had done that very thing. I just, I could never get it out of my mind. Then I just kept forgetting to do it. But I have a nice stand of sedum Angelina right now. But I, that's that's a that was a berm that Steve just showed us a picture of. A, Actually, a, a a well for a basement window. Seriously, that's Seriously. really done well. That's a good way to. No to way. Grow but those, that. those those the things that he's planted and that he just mentioned all like that that sharp drainage, that extra drainage that comes with with a raised elevated uh, space. It's very nicely done. Very pretty. So. 
a lot of the perennials I would plant now. Again, some of the ones that are taller, that are just really lush and vegetative, I might acclimate a little bit more. The ones that are tighter, I'd probably yeah, just say, sure. I'm going in. Get in there, yeah. Um, Do it. When it comes to cool season veggies, um, certainly anything in the coal crop, the, the broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, Brussels sprout family, uh, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Um, I would plant onions, I'd plant potatoes, I'd plant seeds like spinach and lettuce and radishes and carrots and Which reminds me, and, did we not get more seeds in? Uh, we have, yes. We we're transitioning did? to that. Yes. We're, we're very fortunate. And those that you haven't, that haven't gotten your seeds yet for your garden, flower or vegetable herb, whatever it is, get them. Whether you're getting them here, whether you're getting them somewhere else, get, get them. Because we carry more seeds than anybody else that I know of in the country in terms of the number of varieties and the footage that we give to it. Wow. And we carry all the major brands. And three of the five major brands are, are no longer shipping. They're taking no more orders. Wow. Because they just need to catch up first? No. There's no more. There, oh. Okay. There's no more. So it's not a matter of catching it's sold out. <laughs> So it's it's mainly because of the demand uh, that's out there. There are probably some packaging and and some seed supply restraints, but they just anyway. Um, we got another five thousand packages out on display yesterday from one of the major brands. So everything that they have, they even have some tomatoes and some things like that, which it's really kind of pretty late to be starting those. But if somebody wanted to speculate. From seed? Yeah, but if somebody wanted to speculate and have what they wanted right now for next year. Yeah, even that. Yeah, Absolutely. and I was thinking, you know, it's it's silly. We can't, I mean, it makes sense as to why, but in terms of from a practical standpoint, the homeowner could really buy them and save them for next year. Because, you know, if the seeds are labeled that they're packaged for 2021, okay, so take that literally, that means they're good to be sold all this year. So what's the difference on December 31st, their viability, versus January 1st or February 1st? They don't the self-destruct. They do not. So that's a good way to say it. This it is not be. a mission impossible. This is exactly. not going to go up in flames Should here. you happen to accept. So <laughs> so if you're concerned that you're not going to see what you want later on, splurge. Spend yep. a buck or two on that package and just yep. have it. And, and if I was going to store something, I'd keep it at room temperature, just moderate temperatures. Maybe even cool if I could, cool and dry, not in a refrigerator. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and just store it. You'll be fine. All right. Good. You're listening to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens, where you can join us here at the store at the corner of Springfield and Duncan, or you can phone us at 217-356-9397, or even text us at 351-5357. So I'm so impressed that you remember all those numbers. I can barely remember my own phone number. <laughs> Thank you very much. I do have to stop and actually Just make my brain work. You remember the day? <laughs> I can't go on autopilot. <laughs> that's yeah. that's you, when I mess you up. You remember the day when, when there were only landlines and you had to remember everybody's phone number? Hey, yes. I even remember the days when you didn't have you didn't all have seven all, numbers. Say, you didn't have to remember all the digits. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Five of them, maybe. My grandma was 5354. Five, people people are going, what? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I they think there's a lot of people who are right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Brooke is not understanding. <laughs> wow, we've anyway. talked about telecommunications and possum today. Well, hey. We're really branching out. Indeed. You know, it, it is funny how the technology has 
has changed, changed everything. Yeah, you sure. know, I would talk to my niece and nephews about uh, the telephone and the newspaper, and they're like, what? <laughs> what? Newspaper? Did you get your hands dirty with that? Or no cell phone? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then again, you could do some, there are some really cool apps out there. Like uh, the ones that you can take a photo of a plant and it will help you identify it. That's yeah, supposedly. Yeah. Those that are, oh, <laughs> well, the experts yeah. can actually say, mm, I'd better email them and let them know that's a little off. <laughs> that's what you think, isn't it? I, find little, little, I think it's a great concept. Mistakes here and there. There's, you know, in horticulture, there's really no mistake. Everything's uh, ish. Okay. What? Well, almost. <laughs> what? Uh, you know, it's it's like botanical Latin. You're you say clematis, I say clematis, or the other way around. So you know. I see. We all know what, what each other's meaning. So. Right. Gosh, we did get a nice selection of clematis, didn't we? Oh, we sure did. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I know. And it's deep. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not like we're going to run out in the next few days. No. But they're looking good. And they are yes, in greenhouse number eight, folks. Yes, they are. Right now. So incredible selection of perennials, vegetables. I uh, can't believe how many Chef Jeff guys are going out of here the last couple of weeks. Yeah. 1397 ferns incredible and hibiscus. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I saw something neat and uh, that they were doing like a pizza garden where they would have tomatoes and what would you put on your, like a oregano? oregano. Okay. That's cooking, honey. And then, I, uh, I just call, basil. I just, I just basil. use my cell phone. Just call for a pizza. I don't. <laughs> okay, then, well, if your husband wanted to make spaghetti. You know what? I actually, <laughs> I, I've done that in containers before, and I remember we've talked about them. Yeah. Doing containers. Do it per meal. Yeah. F- c- containers devoted to a particular thing. And I've I've done the spaghetti thing before, you know. I had a, a tomato that I liked, but the herbs around it, yeah, maybe a flower. It's fun. It was a great concept for you, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. Well, it was it was so Jack. Us- it was so usable <laughs> <laughs> for your husband. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Really like, well, when you're ready like for some oregano, just say the word. And yeah, I'll cut some and bring okay. it in for you. <laughs> You're a good man, Steve Brown. There we go. I'm thinking yes. it would be good for the kids and grandkids. They'd kind of get into it. Yeah, that's fun too. Yeah, let them do that. Do now. their own little. I mean, you could. That's a. You could do that even in a container, with the right tomatoes. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I did was containers. But okay. It, it seemed to for a couple of years kind of um, keep the squirrels away from them. Oh. Which was, I think, just an illusion. I, I probably just didn't realize <laughs> that they were still after my tomatoes. They always get to them. They find a way. I'll tell you what. Yeah, especially when we're in a bit of a drought and they're looking for that water source. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Lost oh, except that, you know, I had a 3,000-gallon pond right there. They could have just sipped out of the pond and not gone after the tomatoes. Oh, well, then that's no excuse. What I know. It, Sorry, what it could have. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the deal here, So guys? let me ask you a question about accent plants. And I'm going to say that in a very general sense, and, and then I'm talking about tropical, tender uh, plants that some people might call a thriller, I suppose, uh, but they tend to be a little bit larger in scale to many of the uh, plants that might be in the container. Um, some of them are perennial, some of them would be an- annuals, uh, but most of them would be annuals and tender. But there are some 
cool ones out there. And the one that I'm going to call out, which as soon as I do, we'll probably run out of it, is the Farfugium. Cool. The leopard plant yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the one that has the yellow spots on the leaves. Yep. That we've been desperately trying to get some 10-inch pots in, that we're struggling to get some 10-inch pots in from Florida. Yep. So it's pretty cool. That's and then very there's, cool. There's a 5-inch pot of plumbago out there that has just a soft blue flower. It really is a pretty it's one. Pretty, I like that one. Uh, it's like such a true blue, though. It's really pretty. And the one I was, the other grouping I was really pleased with was in the Cornerstone collection, just this selection of heuchera out there yeah. for 10 bucks. And thinking it would be yeah. good if we won't be able to do it this week, but the following week, perhaps Get we could order there. a little bit heavy up that and have those also displayed out. That'd be and awesome. With the uh, Heuchera selection of the perennials. That would be awesome. I love, yeah, just thinking back through what you just listed, the Farfugium really is cool because it's 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 a tropical look that you, this just a one-off. So it's a, a rounded leaf. Yes. Uh, Very, per, medium dark green. Very glossy. Very glossy. With yellow spots on it. Yellow spots. Just fabulous. Yeah. I love it. And for the shade. Yeah. Duh. And there's some nice crotons in that same grouping. Yes. Crotons. Uh, I like the Senecio, the the. You s- would like that, wouldn't you? Silver, white, uh, fuzzy The, the big-leafed one? Yeah. Or the, yeah. yeah. That's just awesome. Yeah. What's the name of it? I've forgotten. Ain't s- I don't know. Okay. Never mind. We got I that forget. part right. I forget. Senecio or Senecio, however you yeah, want to say is. it. Yeah, that is. It has a yeah. variety name. I think it was it Angel, but I, maybe not. I don't remember. I think it was just Angel Wings. Angel Wings? I think so. Could be. Just a huge leaf, yeah. which is really different. Um, just glows. Just really pretty. Silvery white-ish. So, so a wonderful accent plant. Make others. Oh, my gosh. Other plants yes. just pop. Uh, absolutely. And it's beautiful on its own. Well, it just draws your eye to it. And well, what would you plant with it? Or what would you plant it with? Oh, well, I would do all foliage. All foliage, absolutely. Yeah, just contrast variegated, you know, to dark, to reds and burgundies. Oh, wouldn't it look great with that loripetalum we had last year? Are we getting that? Mm-hmm. Yes. That um, purple yeah. leaf loripetalum? Sure it would. Mm. I just brought, brought mine outside that I told you was blooming in December. I'm thinking it might still be alive, even though I ignored it all winter in in my Zone 7 garage. Mm-hmm. I bet it is. I'm liking that idea. I'm liking it. Zone 7 garage. Yes. Is that Florida? Not quite Florida. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Zone 7 is, is would be uh, Kentucky. Okay. So I remembered it was south of here. Yeah, definitely south. <laughs> yeah. Definitely south. Yeah. Nice. So uh, we have some quarter lines out in that grouping, too, I think. Uh, we do. And we have, did you see the one called Andrea? That's no. kind of um, almost an ivory color, uh, cream color foliage with almost the colors that Marianne has in her jacket and the other purple there. So it's almost Ooh, got a uh, wow. lavender and a little bit deeper burgundy both uh, stripes it's in pretty. it. It's pretty cool. Um, and Looks to me like that one I'd want a position where it had morning sun or filtered sun and probably not hot intense sun. Yeah. That one looks like it could get sunburned a little bit if it was compared to some of the other quarter lines. That sounds lovely. Um, But there's just so many neat things. Yes, I think I'll do that with With my heuchera in a container. (laughs) Or with your Laura Petalum. I'm going to beat you out there. (laughs) (laughs) I walk faster. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, but he could start out that way and end up that way. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Or he could put 
you know, his bad knee on the cart, <laughs> maybe, and, and then roll just out. push off and roll out on the cart. She's thinking. She <laughs> <does>. <laughs> so, and yeah. I guess to me, what's even more fun now, whereas in sometimes like that week before Mother's Day, you just feel like you got to grab it and go and get it done. Now you can take a little bit of time and kind of shop and think and exactly. move, carry this plant over next to that one and hold it up and, and maybe plan out your containers just a little well, bit more because you, you have more time. Perfect. You know, and I do that with customers, too. We, we kind of interact and yeah. figure out what looks good together, and then I think, oh, I could do that at home. It's fabulous. When yeah. you, you always learn something every day, yeah. don't you? Yeah. So as you're, quote, unquote, helping them, exactly. you're really kind of... Well, here's what I might like to do. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. You said Mother's Day. You brought up Mother's Day, and I had to grab the calendar to see how soon is that. When that is. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow. Well, today is the 10th, and Mother's Day is May 9th. Oh. So I think it's safe to say a month. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. That's pretty weeks. close. Pretty close. So start thinking what, about it. what I found about shopping like that is that if I don't, go ahead and purchase something while I'm browsing. By the time Mother's Day comes around, it's going to be gone. It's not here. So you better get it. It's like yes. the seeds. If you see something you really like, if you've done your coordinating and, and mm-hmm. shopping around, get it. Get it. Because, it, I mean, you put it in the garage, put it on a on a screen porch or somewhere. You can keep it through some of these cooler nights. I no have, problem. I have been burned so many times yeah. because I waited to get something here, and I came back for it. And it was, oh, sorry, it's sold. It's sold out. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, kind of going back to it's an unusual year. So we're just saying if you if you see the seeds you want here or elsewhere, buy them. Creeping flocks, okay, that should be a dime a dozen. Shouldn't be any shortage at all. One A really large perennial supplier here in the Midwest is completely sold out. Really? And they're never sold out now. They're probably never sold out until like the third week or fourth week of April. But they're sold out. That's already. crazy. I mean, it is crazy. And we'll have a boatload of flocks. We have some out there in <laughs> gallons now. Maybe, what, three or f- three varieties, four varieties? Yeah, about. Something like that. Um, and then we'll have uh, the smaller ground cover size pots, a little two-and-a-half-inch pots. Uh, next, next week, week, middle of the week or so, and then we'll have a lot of the four or four and a half inch pots as well of the creeping flocks. Uh, again, should be actually on the front edge of it. So you, some will be cracking color, but most of it will be kind of green. So you get to enjoy it completely in your garden this year. It's not like it's going to be bloomed out or anything. But we're we're trying to, and plastic pots are industry low right now. One of the largest manufacturers, probably the largest manufacturer in the country, is so far behind it's crazy so we're scrambling to try and find all these pots that we ordered eight months ago that aren't in stock it's not just us it's impacting almost every retailer it's just uh, one more crazy year it is you're listening to plant experts live at prairie gardens our phone number is 356-9397 or you can text us at 351-5357 Five seven, both two one seven area codes. Let's go to the phones where Hillary from Savoy is joining in. Hey, good morning, Hillary. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks. Good morning. Good morning. Um, morning. I was I was doing some garden cleanup um, around my rose bushes this week, 
and uh, particularly on two of my climbing roses, um, I found bagworms. Uh oh. And yeah, I'm just how many? Um, less than a dozen. Okay. But also, also on um, my Japanese maple, which is not in the same area as the rose garden. Um, I know, you know, along Old Church Road, there's several very large uh, evergreens that are dying, and I've just assumed it's from bagworms. I really don't have a lot of evergreens in my yard. Are they traveling? But most of all, what do I need to do to treat the roses and the Japanese maple? Well, Hillary, the first thing you need to work on is just removing those bags right now. When, yes, it, and it's, and they're, it's easier to see them, but that's what's maybe one of the most effective methods, don't you think, John? Yep, absolutely. Don't throw them in your compost. No, no, no. Don't lay them no, on the ground. No. They're out of here. Yeah. So, whether so, whether so you're like Marianne and you want to... Ah, you've listened to Judy for years. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and, you know, let's get it straight, though. I know we've said the word Buick, but it really was a Mercury. Oh. <laughs> it, I mean, in all honesty, it was a Mercury. But... But, yeah, you can run over them with your tires. Both are effective. You yeah. can, Ed Kelly, flamethrow them, an excuse to burn anything. That, that's acceptable. <laughs> yes. or, yeah, there's, there's, there'll be a lot of little critters hatching out of those bags if you don't get them off. But now's the best time because you can see them. Absolutely. I found one last week oh. on one of my Japanese maples when I was walking through my yard, Hillary. It just is like, what are you doing there? And it's not moved since last summer. I mean, so no. it was there last summer. You just, just didn't, didn't see, see it. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and yeah, they travel. They'll they just go where they want to go. Well, they travel when they're in the larvae stage. Right. Yeah. Not so, now. So obviously. they actually sow a little silk and they blow. Yeah. From plant to plant. They're just yeah. they will just go where they want to. Wow. I, I I've actually seen them hanging on a wire fence, which is oh, sure. really stupid. It's like, what do you think? Yeah. Of? You can't eat that. But yeah. So the first thing is mechanical removal. Just pull them off. Get rid of them. Ziploc bag. Now those are just the ones that she can reach, though. Is there anything else that she can do for, like, say, any taller tree that might have bagworms? If there's not a yes. safe way to physically get them off, then I think you're having to look at a spray control this summer when they're active. Ah. Uh, but it's not going to do you any good to right now. really hit spray them now. Spray now. No, yeah, no. it doesn't you're just wasting. Now. You're just wasting the chemical. But we'd spray either with thuricide or spinosad uh, this summer when it's appropriate. And if you just listen to the show, we'll be listening to the entomologists here locally and find out when they would recommend uh, when it's the right week. The, when the crawlers are out. Yeah. So, yeah, pay attention, okay? Okay, I generally, <laughs> I generally put a, a Bayer um, granular on them just about this time as they're starting to um, show new growth. You know, I pull the mulch back and sprinkle some of the Bayer granular on them, and then I put manure um, around Oh, you treat your roses so nice. That's fabulous. <laughs> no kidding. I mean, I just I just bought a bunch of manure too. I'm going to spread around on my roses and other flowering things. But what a great timing! Perfect. Yeah. Well, you know, about seven years ago, twenty four rose bushes sounded like a good idea. Oh my gosh, girl! Not so much. I'll bet it's really enjoyable though. Yeah, I, I bet you. I bet you. If we talk to you later on in May and early June, you're going to be grateful. Yeah, which one's my favorite? I can't yeah. decide. Yeah, That's awesome. yeah, totally.
Are they shrub roses or uh, yes, yeah. teas? They're all shrub roses except I have a gazebo with four climbing roses. Nice. And you're oh, right. Pretty. I did see bagworms attached to the gazebo itself. I mean, Honestly. That's what I saw them. It was like, yeah. what? How did Honestly, I just, here? I know. I know. That's crazy. So, but they, they do what okay. they need to do. So All right. <laughs> you Thank do what you, so you need much, to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Thank you so much, and we really enjoy your show. We never miss it on Saturday Thanks. morning. Awesome. Thanks, Hillary. Thanks, Thanks Hillary. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, speaking of mulch and pulling back mulch, perhaps, would you pull it back on roses and butterfly bush and things now or not? I'd definitely start doing roses for sure, probably bud, Leah, just because I'd want to know if it's alive. I think that, I think that's the, the time when they start to show some sweat bud swelling and, and yep. start to leaf out is the time to do it. I've got, it looks like almost all my bud Leah will uh, overwinter. Yay. They all seem to have green down below. They were mulched in pretty heavily. How deep do you think your mulch was? Mm, eight, ten inches. Wow. Uh, people look at me like I'm crazy when I say it should be a really hefty mulch around your bud, Leah. Yeah, because it just seems like you should just cover the dirt, yeah. and that should be good enough. No. But it isn't. No, you really need yeah some buildup well, on it. Like Mr. Brown said, ten inches. Wow. So... It's not an exaggeration. And not up against the base of no, the No, in this particular case, when you're overwintering, you're... You're going up over the whole... You're, you're covering. Okay. Yeah, up around all of it. So, but yeah, I'd be pulling back my roses, mulch them around my roses. And probably sure. what I'll do is I'll just pull it back and leave it there, just in case. You're just not trusting the weather this year, are you? No. It's too many goofy know. things. You know, when you live out of town, I could see that. Sorry. You were looking at John because he's the one that grows chickens. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Both of your chickens. I'm sorry. That's right. Just different way. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, it, we're just about out of time. Uh -oh. So um, tell us till, again what's going on. Well, we're open till 6 today. Tomorrow we're open 10 to 5. The greenhouse attached to the store is just ripping with color. Yeah. Whether it's a tropical, a 1397 hibiscus or a 1397 fern or anything in between, annuals, perennials, vegetables, herbs, uh, it's kind of like all out there in its glory. Yeah. yeah. Seeds, if you want a certain type of uh, package seed for your garden, flowers, vegetables, herbs. Get it, get it, get it. Uh, Have you pulled in ground cover yet? It. I was kind of looking around last Saturday. That'll be about the middle of the week. Next we'll week. start to get that in. For ground covers? Uh -huh. Yes. Oh, great. Yep, it's coming in with that big order of creeping flocks. I love my Irish mosh. Yeah. Irish mosh. Irish mosh. Spit that out there, girl. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm glad you like the Irish because there's some Irish coming in with the ground covers, but the Scottish is not yet available. Well, because I, I, I bought the you, last one last you, week. You got it. Kind of got it. Maybe they'll replenish it later. We will. <laughs> there you go. Okay, good. Well, here we go. There's the music. You guys great show very interesting always learning more have Pro fun everybody possums to roses possums to roses you've been listening to plant experts live at prairie gardens with plant experts marianne metz john weisgarver and steve brown special thanks to brooke sholem for all of her assistance with plant experts and i'm tamara mcdaniel our producer dave leak a podcast of the show will be available later today at WDWS.com. That's also where you can 
find previous podcasts, just click on Multimedia and Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend.